Hello and welcome to the I Am Woman Project, where every week we have deep thought-provoking and interesting conversations with thought leaders, change instigators, rule breakers and creative minds who think differently, sparking creativity and inspiration. Our special guests on our show cover a variety of topics just for you, and they share their personal stories to inspire, motivate and empower you, our listener. The I Am Woman podcast is produced for your enjoyment and show notes are found at www.iamwomanproject.com.au. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favourite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at I Am Woman Project and Facebook. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get into the show. Hello and welcome. This is Julianne Black and you're listening to the I Am Woman Project, the place where collaboration meets inspiration and possibility. It is my absolute pleasure to introduce you to Karen Finnan, an extraordinary woman whose achievements impressed me immediately. Um, I've been so excited to share her story because I've been around this woman for uh, many years now, actually probably four years. And uh, Every time I meet her, she's got a, um, she's just evolved into something even more extraordinary. So I'm really thrilled because um, this will be a fascinating conversation as we deep dive into Karen. Welcome, Karen. Oh, it is so exciting to be here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> You're very welcome. So a bit of background on Karen. Karen Finnan is a physiotherapist and she specializes in helping business owners in the health industry to take their services online. In 2011, Karen launched Physios Online, Australia's first entirely online physiotherapy clinic. As a result of the success of Physios Online, Karen has become one of Australia's leading authorities within the telehealth online health consultation industry. Through her experience with Physios Online and subsequent business projects, Karen has become passionate about how health business owners can apply simple digital strategies to many aspects of their service offering to enable them to reach more people, earn more money and create more time. Wow, wow, wow. And I think we need someone like you to hold our hand in in making that happen as well. Well, that's it. It's health nerd meets tech nerd and and that's me. (laughs) (laughs) Primary word there, nerd. (laughs) That's right. Proud of it. (laughs) Me too. Um, It is, it has been so fascinating to watch because Physios Online just went boom um, when you first launched that. And that was such an exciting product. And I remember that you you, you talked about being a little bit um, before uh, the peak to being able to maximise that at, at its um, at its fullest potential. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so look, it, it all came about. My husband and I were living and working in East Timor, and I'd open a little physio practice there to help. Um, you know, there's thousands of expats working there, so to help them out with their injuries. And then um, once we had to move back to Australia, I felt terrible that I'd no longer be able to help um, these people with their mm. injuries. And I, I sort of said to my husband, I think, I think I could help them even just online by listening to what they've got going on and helping them with exercises to, to, to carry out. And so, 
it was purely that motivation that launched Physios Online. And it, it was only later that I discovered I'd become part of this telehealth industry, which was just fledgling at the time, which is these online health consultations. And and look, you know, I got so many strange looks at the start when I was a physio, which is, you know, it's traditionally thought of as such a hands-on profession. And I'd taken it online, like, how do you do that? So, yeah, so it, it was a crash course in learning to, I, I suppose, be um, centered and proud and, and assured in what you're doing rather than sort of listening to the doubt and quizzical looks that, <laughs> that are around you. <laughs> yeah, 100%. And, it's, you know, it's, it is. So how do, you, how do you master that within yourself? Yeah, look, I think I think at first I would let it throw me off axis a little bit. It would make you second think things. But um, moving forward, I think I could see that I was helping people. That certainly mm. compels you forward. I could see that I could reach more people. So really all the reasons that got me into it in the first place was what I had to just keep revisiting mm. to sort of reassure myself and go, no, no, you've got this girl. Like this is helping. This is working. Um, and don't, you know, help the people that don't understand to understand it. Don't just sort of discount them. Yes. They're just people who need a bit more education. Yeah, and I think that that is such a fascinating um, way forward because we do need to um, be the constant educators within that field, especially when we're bringing something that's quite innovative um, and because people will... Um, they, they t look, I suppose we're conditioned a little bit to be uh, afraid of the new in a lot of ways and going, well, no, and especially with a physical ailment it's like don't you need to be here to see me exactly um, and yeah. you know that would be uh, shifting so many boundaries and paradigms exactly and I think you know over time you learn not to see it as a us and them you know and they're not against you um they're just someone who hasn't seen the pathway that you've seen I suppose so um yeah you know no need to get angry about it or you know put put them on a dartboard or anything like that it's just purely a case of uh, I, I guess getting a snapshot of what um the thought processes are out there and therefore how can you target the education the marketing that you're doing to make those people feel more comfortable about it yes yes and I love like it's such an inclusion um and in, an inclusive um, uh, way of going about it as well because when we're including people in it's just like let me get passionate and try and share a little bit about my passion so you may uh, be open to a new way of thinking. Yeah exactly in fact I remember someone saying to me at the time um, you know when I was saying oh people don't understand what I'm doing they, they say always just start with I know how you feel I felt the same way yeah. <laughs> like they say, I don't get how you do it online. I know how you feel. I felt the same way, but, and then you explain. And that just puts you on the same page, you know? Yeah, it totally does. And the fact that there was such a drive with being, um, such a personal drive for the, being in T East Timor and wondering how can I continue to help these people um, when moving away because you'd spent so much time and energy in building relationships mm. um, that, you know, I think that that's the moment that you said that part of the story again, it just, it makes everything fall into place and you go, oh my God, yeah, okay, tell me more. Mm. Yeah, well, that's right. It, it's, you know, all, all good ideas and all successful stories, you know, start with 
with a problem that you had to solve, don't they? Yes, yes. <laughs> or a solution we needed ourselves as well. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, what, um, so you've unpacked it a little bit, but what truly does drive you? What's the best part of your job now? Look, I've always been drawn to freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, I happened to marry a very adventurous husband who I knew would always be moving around and travelling. And so, um, you know, obviously it, it all stemmed from wanting to help people. But but secondarily, um, I needed something that was flexible that, that I could do from my laptop and sort of take with me wherever I could go. So um, I love having that flexibility. And as a health professional, um, we're often chained to a cubicle and, and mm. I just didn't have that. So, um, yeah, so that, that was really exciting for me to discover a new way of working that, that, that could travel with me basically. Um, yes. So that's what drives me. And now um, it, it's obviously morphed into helping other health businesses to do that too because, you know, I, I've had so much fun with it and um, so much freedom with it. So, um, yeah. Uh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Uh, there was just it, like the tangent that was I was going to go on then was just the amount of people that would have thought, especially uh, like massage therapists and physiotherapists and occupational therapists, and like so many people um, that have been taught that this is the only way that you can do business. And you're coming in and sharing a brand new way that they can continue to have patient contact, as well as being able to in, um, duplicate their time so they can get in the freedom game as well. That is exactly it, yeah. And now um, I, I find a real sweet spot at the intersection between automating but personalising. Mm. So if everything's completely automated, we lose people. There's no human connection and that in this technical world I think is so crucial. Yes. So what are ways that we can leverage our time better but still make things really personalised and individualised to people. So, yeah. Yeah, love it. So with the benefit of hindsight, what would you have done differently in your life or career? What's the best advice? Oh, and, and then, again, what's the best advice that you've ever been given? Um, look, I think uh, certainly coming from the health industry, I think a lot of validation comes from... Um, seeing your people, well, how many research papers have you done? Have you, you know, done your time in the trenches? There's this real um, a sentiment of, of having to be experienced and having to have lots of years under your belt and, you know, lots of letters after your name to be credible. Mm-hmm. But I think I wish I knew back then that as long as I have good solid reasoning to do things, I'm just as qualified as any to, to be known to do something big and to really shift things. I, I think I sort of I grappled with that for a while because of my industry. Um, mm-hmm. And I just saw the value that came from being green. So I think my advice is like when you're green and new at something, it doesn't necessarily just mean being young, but when you're new at something, you've got that energy, you're not bogged down by the way it's always been done or whatever. Yes. Just go in head first, you know. That, that's when you often make the most impact and get the most done is just when you're green, you're full of energy, you have a fresh idea and you're not bogged down in, in you know, the things that can hold you back. Yes, 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 yes. And uh, if we know Karen and you get a sense of her already, she has a bundle of energy. It is just, it's, it, it's infectious, it's intoxicating, it's delicious. Um, <laughs> and so what about, the, um, what about the best piece of advice? Um, best piece of advice, I think, is just about giving yourself permission. It's a 
bit of a cliche, but I think that people feel like they need to wait for something magical to happen before they can be known, before they can make shifts, before people will listen to them. Um, but that permission is only going to come from yourself. Um, I think we wait for a, a time when, when the planets align, when I've got this many things published, when I've done this, when I've done that, you know, then I'll be credible. But you know, you just have to decide, this is what I'm good at, this is what I'm passionate about, and I'm okay to be known for that. Yeah, there's definitely, uh, it, it, it fascinates me, the, the whole Ford mentality. Um, well, and, yeah. And I yep. talk about it as, um, as our arch ne- nemesis. Like we, uh-huh. are, we are the star of our life, but we were also battling with the arch nemesis within ourselves, going, who do you think you are? And there is certainly a degree of um, of, of, of internal courage to push the boundaries of your own status quo to go, you know what, no, put me in Central Park on a box and I will be able to talk about this topic forever because I am so passionate about it. And I think that's if life puts us in a box and I think our, our role is to not put ourselves in the box but paint the box the way that we want it to be and stand proudly on top of it and talk about what it is that our um, our passion and our heart desires. That's that's of contribution, you know. I that, think that is that is such a good way to put it. It's so true. I love the I love the boxing <laughs> in Central Park. I usually call it the dinner the dinner party test. If you were at a dinner party with someone who had the same passions and interests as you, what would you talk about all night? And and if you can do that with a certain topic, you know, that's it. That's mm-hmm. enough. Yes. You've got the passion. You've got yeah. the knowledge. Yeah. And I think, you know, there's, there is a certain amount of, amount of credentials um, that you need in order to feel like you are, like, on the path. And, I, you know, I, what, you, what you said about uh, we're, we're often waiting for a time, we're often waiting for an amount of money to be in the bank, to know that we're successful, to know that we can go to that next level, to know that we can start using technology to our advantage, to know this, to know that. And I think that, it, you know, we've, it's that self-inquiry as to well, when's enough for you. Mm. Exactly. And almost become comfortable with the fact that there'll always be another finish line that you set you know, so just get going. Yes, now, 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 now. <laughs> exactly. So on a, on a similar theme, what do you feel is the greatest lesson that you've ever learned? Oh, look, I think things that have, a few of the things that have really surprised me along my pathway is when people have reached out to me with knowledge of me and what I do that I haven't even known have been observing or watching or noticing what I've been doing. Mm. You know, you write blog posts and send them out into the world. You do social media posts and send them out into the world. And you just don't know if people are really taking note or taking interest. And some of the biggest shifts and the biggest breakthroughs in my business pathway have been a call from the blue of someone who's seen that stuff and are offering me an opportunity or a funding or something like that. So I think the real um, the real thing there is that just pretend like that amazing person is always watching because they may well be. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. It's <laughs> um, being one of your other businesses about, uh, about puppies. Um, oh, yes. It's almost like that consciousness of, 
Um, if nobody's watching, would you pick up the poo when you're walking your puppy late at <laughs> night? And and I think if we if we keep in mind that there is always someone watching, and if we do that from a nurturing point of view, not not the standover and like you've got to perform, but actually being able to go, yeah, look, I'm I'm putting it out there. There will be this one person that needs exactly what I need, what I'm sharing at this moment, and if I don't do that, they can't achieve their full potential. So I have to step up, even though it may feel invisible, I have to step up and do that in order for them to um, create their own greatness. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. And just remember that all these little bits and pieces that you're doing weave into one big web to trap mm. the most amazing people that can help you in your journey. And, and you know, that's really what I've found. You, you think they're just little things and you think they're just going nowhere, but it's all adding. It's adding to your digital footprint which yes. enables you to stamp what you do put it out there and therefore you know extend your net further help more people reach more people so yeah that's been a real real eye-opener for me yeah so what on the tail end of that then what would be um what advice would you give your younger self yeah I think it probably is around that jump straight in don't wait for validation mm. jump straight in and you know, I'm sure we all feel on our journey, I wish I'd started that bit sooner and that sort of thing. You know, there's there's just no time like getting started rather than waiting for something to happen. I think the other thing too is that the younger you are, the less certain you are in, I guess, where you'll end up. Yeah. And um, as you well know with my um, journey, Julianne, it's, um, it's okay to pivot a bit along the way, mm. you know, set a course and, you know, certain things, certain circumstances, certain passions will will you know shift and pivot you along the way yeah. um and that's okay too you know yeah. that that's fine yeah yeah I talk a lot about um bringing it home to be full integration and the thing that I've noticed and and, and marveled about you is that each evolution has been another into um uh another uh another element of wholeness has, mm -hmm. has come together and, and you always find your way home. You're always like, yes, no, this is, and as you said in the opening, of being able to go, okay, what are, the, what are my main drivers? And you always seem to find your way home to those things. Well, that's exactly right. It's been a really big year for me this year because I'd, I'd had a few projects on the go and I, I really at the start of this year sat down and said, what ties these all together? What is the common thread between them. I was obviously doing the online physio stuff. Um, I was starting to do some training, some online coursework with another physio in terms of helping physios with their social media. Um, and you alluded to as well, uh, I've been doing a bit of work with dogs, fitness with dogs and, and also some, some fostering. Um, and, and, you know, I was looking at what's the thread between all these things. And, and certainly technology was always present in all of them. Um, I automated things. I systematized things to make them easier to run. Um, there's always the element of helping people and there's always the element of health or fitness. So this year has been the year to sort of tie that together um, under sort of, I guess, my personal brand and, and, you know, and now help others to sort of do the same thing using the same tools that I've used. So, yeah, so I think, I think you know, your journey will take you in many directions but, but keep searching for those common threads because that's, yes. that's your home, as you say. Yes. My <laughs> arms were just up in the air as I was cheering you on just then going, yes, 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 yes. 
<laughs> so good. Um, and what about what keeps you up at night? Oh, well, I, 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 do you know, I quite like this question because if anything, it's ideas, yeah. um, you know, or, or that frustration of there were a million things I wanted to get done today and I only did 503 of them. Um, but on the most part, I sleep pretty damn good, actually. <laughs> and I think it's one of those fabulous ingredients to a healthy life is that regular sleep. So um, so I do try and, uh, yeah, and, and get a good solid night's sleep. Uh, I think that powers me during the day. And I think if you've got clear systems in place, your mind isn't left wandering too much at night. Yes. Um, you know the lists are there. You know the priorities are there. The top three things ready for the next day are there. You, you need that time to switch your brain off. Yes. So as much as much as possible, uh, I allow myself to sleep like a log. <laughs> and you know what I love about um, a lot of th there's been a, a few standout uh, women that I've interviewed when we get to this particular question, and they're like, <laughs> "Nothing, I sleep," and I'm just <laughs> like, "Oh my god!" And one of them even even said it as far as one of my highest values is sleep, and I went, "That is brilliant." I love that um, and it is really similarly because you need to have that rejuvenation and replenishing um, to be able to get up in the next day and go, woohoo, here we go again. Exactly. You know, in the finance world, they say pay yourself first and I yes. think that's that's part of health is pay yourself first yes, in, in seven to eight hours of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and who's been your greatest influence? Oh, well, look, I have to say it is that crazy husband of mine um, who has just injected um, not only fun and adventure into my life, which, uh, you know, I would otherwise get trapped at the computer being a bit boring, um, but he has taught me the real value of connecting with people. He has a real gift with people and you know, investing in them and making them feel really special. And I've learned a lot from just watching him and his mates. You know, he's the kind of guy where he is a tough Aussie blokey bloke, but he'll hug his mates and tell them he loves them. You know, mm. I've learned so much from him. Um, and look, he's that guy who'll, you know, drag me up the hill when I'm struggling and, you know, he's, I call him my catcher and my puller. If, if I try something big and I fall, he'll catch me. And if I'm struggling and doing it tough, he'll pull me up the hill. Oh, wow. <laughs> What a magnificent relationship. Yeah, I'm pretty lucky. Yeah. Well, I, and it's also a, a gratitude moment for you to being the person that you are to have attracted such a man as well so you can both realise your full potentials with each other. Oh, that's a lovely way of putting it. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're very welcome <laughs> because I love this next one and I think it's fitting for him as well is like um, if you were to pick one word that best describes your personal brand, what would that be? Ah, yes. So I believe that word is refreshing and it, this word has a couple of meanings for me. First of all, I do do things a bit differently if you talk about in the, in the health world or whatever. Oh, consultations online, that's refreshing. Um, I like the energy that I bring to people to be refreshing. Yes. Um, I like the way of doing things to be refreshing and even just the look and feel of my branding, you know. I, I want people to sort of feel calm and refreshed when they sort of deal with anything to do with the projects that I'm involved with. So. I do love that word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it so fits you. It's like, yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, so with the um, 
with the with the nuggets that we loved our, our, our listeners to be left with, what are three golden nuggets that you would um, give our listeners today? Golden nuggets. Look, golden. I think, I think the golden nuggets are throw yourself in. Mm. The greener, the better. Mm. I think. So tell me, let's unpack that a little bit um, for. Um, throw yourself in, the greener the better. Um, if someone has several years on them, um, yes. what, how, how would that translate to them? Ah, that's a really good question. Well, I think that if, you're, um, if you've been doing something for a little while and, and it's working for you and you're happy, awesome. But if there's something getting a bit flat or a bit stale about it, I think this is where the green comes in. What's something that either you've been hankering to do but haven't had the courage or what's something that you're passionate about that you could tie into it that's a little bit new or what have you seen with in your industry that makes you a bit frustrated? Um, how can you shake that up a little bit? Mm. So do something a bit different if you're not quite happy with where you are right now and be that green, fresh person doing it differently. Don't wait for somebody to say that's a good idea or that's, you know, if other people have gotten there first, well, you, you're not going to sort of be, be creating that 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 freshness or that innovation. So, yeah, so green can come from just shifting into something a bit new. So would that also be uh, listen to yourself? Because I know that we're, we're very much in the information era right now where pretty much anything that you need can be available online. And what I find is that a lot of people actually go to many, many courses and many, many programs in order to be able to learn the skill set. Um, but what, ne- what they really need to do is, once again, to come back home and listen to their own tu- intuition and follow, follow their own brand and the beating of their own drum in that. Is, that. is that similar to what you're saying there as well? So completely true. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, what you said. Bang on. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got that from the, from the courage because I think that if we, if we want to do something differently and we need to try to find the courage and the only, the only way that we're going to discover the courage within ourselves is if we take action. So um, it, it's about kind of um, peeling back the layers or going back to that first scene and going, what's the very first scene that needs to be actioned here in order for me to be able to take a first step? Mm, exactly. And I think sticking your head above the trench is traditionally thought of as a scary thing to do, mm. you know, tall poppies. We're used to cutting them down. I think we really need to change that and take the discomfort away from that and see it as a positive. So, you know, if you've got an idea, if you want to do something differently, you know, that's completely fine. Get a little band of people around you who are going to support you, be your pullers and your catchers, mm. um, and take the time to educate the rest of them rather than just, you know, shut them out. So, mm. yeah. Yes. Get your story um, in a in a um, in a in a way where you're in love with it, and then start yeah. sharing it. Yep. yep. Kind of, and if you're passionate about it with it and you love it, then it's right. It doesn't matter what other people think or say. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We're in such a we're in such a delicious time because of that as well. I think there's there's so many people out there that will support you going after your dreams, um, just because it's your dream. Right? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> awesome. Okay, nugget number two. That was juicy. Nugget two. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go to with this one because we are talking about awesome women in this um, podcast. We're talking about the meaning of feminism. This is something that I've been tossing around quite a lot. I think that we need to make the term feminism, whatever we want it to be, um, if that means, you know, earning more than the people around you if they be men, great. But if it also means putting on a beautiful dress and some lippy, that is great too. Uh, I don't think we need to follow any definition of what a woman is or what a woman does or should be or shouldn't be. Um, just be completely aspects of woman that you want to be. I, for example, am child-free by choice. That is obviously a little bit of a different sort of pathway to, to a lot of women and that's completely okay too. Um, and if I want to, you know, fight hard in business but, you know, wear earrings that match my outfit, then that is completely fine as well. <laughs> oh, I so love that. I so love that. And, it, you know, it is. We need, to, we need to redefine things for it to make sense for us to be able to hold ourselves in that uh, with the opportunity to move forward um, with with grace and gusto and um, in purpose and intent. And uh, unless we start redefining some of those old beliefs, whether it be from a family or society, um, that's the only way that we're going to do it. And I think feminism is a really interesting um, word and I think there's a lot of diversity that we can do within that now too. Hmm. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah, and I, I think I think we can't let it confuse us because you know that. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's it can be whatever you want it to be. Mm. Yes, and I think the more we we actually talk about it, the more commonality we'd probably find with each other as well. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Nugget number three. Um, nugget three, I think I might for this one pull out, uh, I've got a few little mantras that I tend to live by, but I think for women this is a particularly important one. And it's a saying, a flower doesn't think of competing with the flower next to it, it just blooms. Mm. And I think that um, it, it can be easy to be very competitive. We're seeing everything roll, pan out on social media. We're seeing what our friends are doing. We're seeing what other businesses are doing. We're seeing what other women are doing, how they raise their kids, how they, what they wear, what they do. Don't worry about all of that. Just do what's best for you. Make yourself bloom in whatever way you need to. And it, it doesn't matter what the people around you are doing. Um, your success isn't measured by everyone else or people around you. It's purely to what you measure that and what you want that to be. So I love that little saying. Oh, I love it too. I just, I got goosebumps when you said it. It was just like, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> oh, wow. How delicious is this? So what does the future storyline look, sound and feel like in one sentence for Karen Finnan moving forward? Oh, wow. Yes, I think I would have to say to continue living a refreshing life with passion, flexibility, love, and my beautiful dog. Yes, and of course your husband and freedom. <laughs> he, was, he was the love bit. <laughs> yeah, wow, that's, yeah, perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. A refreshing, a refreshing life. 
I think that's, um, you know, that's a, it's a particularly good one uh, for you as well, knowing your word. And I encourage everyone to, to, to get a sense as to what their word is, because whenever you feel a bit off center or just life is happening, it's, you can bring yourself back to that word and go, hang on a second. If one of my mantras is being refreshing, then what do I need to do in this moment? Who do I need to be in this moment to be refreshing? I completely agree and that it, that is really something that I go by a lot. I think there's so many decisions we need to make every day from mm. little tiny teeny ones to what should this Facebook post be to massive ones. Should I move house, you know, should I, you know, pivot this business? Mm. And if you have those, you know, one particular or even two or three words that you reference that back to, mm. does this fit with these three words or this word? It just makes the decision-making so much easier. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I've got so much deliciousness from this um, from this interview. It's been so powerful and I think that there's, there's some real standout moments in there to, um, to being able to uh, just help people whether they're, in the, uh, whether they're in a funk or whether they are striving and arriving in their business right now. And I, and I think that you've touched on so many different aspects um, of what it takes to be a woman um, nowadays and especially a woman in business and woman, a, a woman doing life well. And, uh, and I really thank you for being here today. Oh, it is an absolute pleasure and uh, look, I feel great. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you've helped me too. <laughs> so where, where can our, um, our beautiful uh, listeners find you? What's a, what's a website? Yep, great. So you can have a bit of a look at uh, more about what I do at karenfinnan.com, which is K-A-R-E-N-F-I-N-N-I-N.com. Uh, so that is, that is as everything you need to know about me. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today, Karen. What a treat. That's a total pleasure and thanks for allowing me to uh, share my story. You're very, very welcome. This is Julianne Black for the I Am Woman Project. Keep smiling and be brilliant now. That brings us to the end of the show. If you have any questions, please send us an email to jennifer at iamwomanproject.com.au or Twitter at iamwomanproject and we will get right back to you. If you were listening to this podcast on iTunes, please make sure you leave a review or rating about the show. We would love to hear your thoughts. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. Until next time, please take care.